hi and welcome back to our channel abir and i are here for podcast number 5 abir welcome to the podcast thank you vish how are you i'm doing good so what topic do we have in store today well we have to see what comes out okay vish you're very serious today what's happening <laughs> i guess there's a lot of pressure on us because people are expecting a lot from our podcasts with every passing episode so i guess it i'm a little nervous <laughs> so this is control today we're talking about control very strange control like where are all the fun topics okay <laughs> control okay wow. Let's see what you think about that <laughs> i don't know where to begin should i start with self control or the nature I mean, of people when do, you i'm going to ask you a question so do you feel like you're in control of your life i would definitely say up to a certain extent yes on a scale of 10 maybe 7 to 8 i would say okay amazing so you believe that you create your own life or you... i do i do in fact i believe a lot of what we see around us and what happens to us is indirectly the result of whatever actions we might have taken in the past and every action that you take consequentially has a effect if okay. not now at least in the future and uh, even if you don't do anything that in itself is an action so that also has an impact on what happens to you so yes i definitely feel we are in control of our lives there are certain things which are beyond our circle of influence possibly mm-hmm. and we can't worry too much about it but what does fall under our circle of influence yes we have every right and we have every bit of control over it uh, what do you think amazing yeah i actually totally agree with you because um uh, something you don't know about me i used to be a control freak um because i needed everything to be so perfect and i feel part of being perfectionist is also being a control freak um when you don't trust that things will work out the way you expect them to or they will work out for your benefit you kind of start stressing about it and you try to control every little thing i think that affected my life in not a great way for a long time because i needed i think that overly like sense of wanting to be in control sometimes comes from fear that you will be disappointed and that you won't have your um needs met and you really try to control every little thing and sometimes you could try to control people i know when uh, i was doing like um photography but other people were taking photos of me and they will have a makeup artist the makeup artist like once in a while would say oh my god you're such a pain in the ass like i've never seen someone <laughs> this is not your business like leave me do my work and now i learned to trust and i learned to allow people to help me uh, but in the past i used to feel the need to do everything my way because i wouldn't trust like what if people did something wrong so i had to go a long way to learn to release control but it definitely that's the bad side of control when we just um do it out of fear but now i just as you said like i trust and i absolutely believe that we um can control a lot of the things that happen in our lives and sometimes we don't control the circumstances themselves 
but we can control our attitude towards what happened. True. Uh, a lot of our lives are based on how proactive we are and how well do we plan for things. When you are on the reactive mode, obviously a lot of things might go wrong as well because sometimes you don't expect certain things to happen. And when you spoke of self, uh, you know, uh, being a control freak, I could relate to every bit of it because uh, when I think of my parents, my mother is a control freak. Every time she thinks of doing things at home, any household chore, right? There's a certain way to do it. I'm assuming most mothers are control free yeah. up to a certain <laughs> extent. And she'll ask me to do something for her and maybe in the kitchen or maybe uh, uh, you know, outside the house. So when I do something, then she's not happy with it. And then she goes back, repeats what I have already done and just kind of shows me how it's to be done. You know? And I kind yeah. of picked up that from her. So I think we also get a lot of our traits from our parents and though we don't want to admit it we end up turning eventually into one of them in many parts of our behavior and uh, the way we act so i also ha like having a lot of control over things and that annoys my friends also like i think i can relate to our last video i think we spoke about this where we recorded an entire conversation for like almost half an hour and then we realized that I hadn't pressed the record button and things did not go the way I wanted it to. Though Abir was very keen on, you know, moving the conversation forward because she felt even if the sound is not that great, even if this is not fine, that's okay. The message will still get through. But I was so hell-bent on controlling things I said, hey, I it's... noticed that. I noticed that. I was like, oh, wish this could be good. Just leave it. True. I so noticed that. It's a battle constantly to get out of it. Uh, like when you relate yourself to those friends character, I always feel like I have a lot of Monica in me, so to speak. So. Yeah. Actually, it's so funny you say this because the lady that I work like at the last job I did, I worked in a cafe before, like I left everything. And she used to call me Monica because I would be the same thing, very strict. And I could totally relate to the friends thing because I traveled from one country to another. And um, I always had housemates from all over the world. And what you say there about your mother, oh my God, like you're talking to my soul. So I would fight with everyone over cleaning. Because I want things to be like super shiny all the time and I want the house to be super clean and I want things to go my way. And only like in the late years, like maybe in the past three years, I kind of realized, I was like, mm, I can see my mother. <laughs> it's literally like <laughs> my mother coming out. But now I learned, I learned to be like nicer and to stop expecting to be like everyone to be the way I want them to be because they, I had lots of fights with one of my close friends um, over stupid stuff like that. And then I learned, let go. You cannot control people. You can just do your best and be just lovely to people. And then, you know, things change. I'm not super strict anymore. I still like the house to be super clean. <laughs> <laughs> Even I end up cleaning my house all day and I'm still not happy with how it looks. <laughs> you are By a perfectionist. <laughs> We call it perfectionism, but of course it annoys a lot of people around us. That's for sure. <laughs> it has a dent mm -hmm. on the relationships also. Uh, yeah. Right. So obviously uh, 
self-control is one thing and controlling others is another right because controlling others is never possible unless you're addicted because you can't yeah yeah there's no way and we don't like being controlled by others so why would we expect anyone else uh, like being under our control another one is the i don't know uh, you will have to probably help me out with this is the word restrain or you know holding yourself back i feel that sometimes there is this confusion between <laughs> restrain and self control because mm. self control can be positive but i feel restraining yourself kind of has this negative undertone to it right what do you think yeah i do that a lot actually oh my goodness <laughs> like uh, again we're going to like jump uh, when sometimes you talk about things and an example comes in my into my head most of the time it's about relationships because those are the, mo- the things i struggle with the most um but yeah i used to also like again like maybe i would like a person and i would be like no 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 you can't do this now this is not time for this stuff you need to focus on your work you need to do this you need to do that so i used to do this a lot and and i can totally relate to the feeling that comes with it of like frustration and trying to hold yourself back or sometimes you want to do something even about really do something and maybe just be more free maybe dance when you see a band playing outside and in dublin we have this a lot where i love the way i say we have this a lot as in like proper irish right now but <laughs> <laughs> which i am <clears throat> but we have lots of bands um playing in the streets and so many times like me and my friends I was like oh my god like we really want to dance and now i started kind of easing into it but in the past like i could see that i could feel that tension where like i hold myself back so i feel like we do hold ourselves back a lot and also with youtube now i really want to ask you about this because i've been going through a process but did you feel at the beginning that you wanted to put yourself out there and then you're like no no what people would think of me and is this valuable or if are people going to accept what i'm doing out like putting out did you have this with yourself this is also part of it i feel constantly in fact when i started off my channel 3 years ago that was in 2017 uh, my first video was on a topic called how to be awesome in life because that kind of occurred naturally to me because i i am a behavior coach by profession so i thought why not probably motivate people through a topic like this i did that i got a lot of uh, comments that it was cringe and you know you're never good looking on your first youtube video <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then i thought okay maybe i'm not good at this when it comes to on camera maybe i'm only better at it off camera so to speak and i did a funny video and after doing the funny video again i got mixed comments people said it was good some people said it wasn't that great uh, there's a lot of cringe why do you enact people it's offensive and what not eventually every time i started thinking of making a video i started thinking of the uh, comments bad or things. bad things that would happen i started holding myself back and eventually i started going in and out of topics as in i used to do a serious video once and then come back to comedy and then again serious and then comedy so uh, the last video that i did for my 1000 subscribers special is i kept uh, you know i told people that i started with comedy but now i'm going to stick with more honest conversations and 
till now, over the last six months or so, for the first two and a half years of my YouTube career, I held myself constantly back thinking, if I do this, then people are going to react this way. And I changed my affiliation every now and then. But now I've realized that I can't control what people uh, say about the video or the content. But what I can do is ensure I put the best content out, which I am good at, where I can add value. So that's finally when I decided to change my channel name and uh, get on to conversations like these. So yeah, I can relate to what you say that sometimes yeah. if you're too much of a person like where you restrain yourself, that can, that can be counterproductive. It never does any good to anyone. Yeah. And I really feel like everything that isn't working in our lives is because there's underneath it, like internally we have some something that blocks us and it's not something outside of us it's like something that we still have to figure out and I could see this like in the past week or so before we started this conversation we spoke for like two minutes and I was telling you that the past week I've been like anxious I don't feel that I'm putting myself out there as much I as I could and should and there's a sense of fear behind it. I'm not sure what is it. I'm, I, I can't figure it out just yet, but I don't know if it's like fear of exposure or is it fear of um, just being fully me or what is it? I don't know, but what I know for sure that I'm figuring this out and I really need to act on it. So I really, can within my process also putting myself out on YouTube and talking about all of these things and being super honest and open about things that I go through. I feel um, there is constantly that fear of like, what would people think of me? Although now it has become like almost diminished, almost, but it's still there a little bit. So I think I am still holding myself back somehow but hopefully we'll get rid of it soon because we need to shine, <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> and honestly, all, all the folks who've been watching our podcast tell me one thing very clearly is Abir is very open and very confident on camera. So that's something which you have you. going for you. I really Thank appreciate you. you on that. So probably you're already gotten out of it. I think it's just that you have to acknowledge it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so for me also, uh, like you said, when it comes to relationships, I've had this problem throughout my life, whatever relationships I've gone through, uh, I've realized that I am the person who's always being control freak, right? And I always pacified myself thinking, okay, maybe they are not up to the standards. Maybe they are not disciplined enough. That's the word I always use, disciplined, right? <laughs> Just to kind of make myself feel but better that I'm a, you know, I'm a control freak and it's still good for others. Yeah. Uh, eventually I started getting feedback from people and I realized that if people are turned off because of you, chances are that this might be one of the reasons that is triggering them to move away from you. So if you're losing friends or any loved one for that matter, there are a number of reasons, but being a control freak is something which we don't realize soon enough. So yeah. that's one thing. And the other thing is, uh, Abir and I, I think we kind of agree on this point. Abir, I'll speak for you if you don't mind is that restraining yourself isn't good for you. You don't have to worry about what people think about you. You do what you feel like. What is self-control is when something happens around you, how well are you in control and how you react to it? 
that talks mm-hmm. a lot about your self-control. Uh, is, is that correct, Abhi? Yeah, I actually think about this a lot, a lot in my life. And just like looking back at my life and how everything, you know, worked out so far, sometimes I think like, am I destined for things? Because sometimes it feels that they are things that I'm destined for. And when I look back, like when I think back about my younger years, when I was a kid and what I wanted to do, like now I can see how I'm getting there. And for some reason it feels like destiny, but at the same time, I feel like I did the work that I was supposed to do. And I um, took my life in control in order to reach that destiny. If you know what I mean. I feel like I was confused for a long time. Like, do we really have a path? We walk it and like we get what we're supposed to get or are we left to choose whatever we want? And I feel there's a truth in both of them. I feel like there is maybe the path for our highest good. And if we learn our lessons, that's how we get there. Um, But if we don't, we absolutely have the choice to go the other way around. So it's important to control um, what we can control in a sense of like, let me create my own path um, using the wisdom I learned throughout the years, um, but also not try to control things that are out of control, like losing people and maybe losing jobs sometimes and things change in our lives. Like how do we, um, as you said, how do we react to all these things that seem out of control? Yeah, uh, I did a video way back. I've made it private now, uh, but I probably will make it public again, where I shared a story of uh, Buddha, where he says the exact same thing what we're talking of is, He says, many times you can't control uh, the things that happen to you. What you can Mm -hmm. control is what you do when things happen to you. So that's the only thing that's under our control. And uh, And they say Buddha is more enlightened than us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, don't we all wish we were like Buddha, right? Uh, but that's the journey, right? To get to that point where you feel like you're in control of how you react to others. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, yes, despite doing your best, you will lose things, be it people, relationships, or your career. But that's only so much that you can do about it. Rather, you will have... Uh, do you remember this person? I don't know. Uh, on YouTube, there's a very popular uh, motivational speaker. His name is Nick. I'm not sure how you pronounce his second name. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll share the link with you guys or I'll drop it here after we edit it. Uh, so he's a wonderful uh, motivational speaker. He's an Australian and uh, he's specially abled as in he lost both his limbs and his arms when he was a young child. And he goes to every school and college and talks about how well he did in life in spite of all these hurdles. And he said one simple thing. That's his motto. He says, when life happens to you, you can either uh, be better or you can be bitter, right? And yeah. the choice is completely yours. So people are going to throw a lot of shit at you. I'm sorry for the language. Uh, the universe will give you a lot of things to complain about as it is. But the only thing that you can control is how you react to it, right? Yeah. 
And I think like it's an illusion to say that life doesn't have troubles. Like I met people, really happy people, like super happy. Like most of the time, like one person was used to tell me like, I can't believe how deep you think about things. I never think about things like in that way. And this person is very happy, very chill, never had any traumas, whatever. We all had a little bit of trauma, but nothing that, you know, took over his life. And um, I was thinking, you know, there are people who are blessed to have that experience, but there are people who also struggle. And I think it's an illusion to say, like everything is gonna go well in life as you expected. Everything is well because everything is a lesson. So even like when we go through pain and we go through struggle, we learn some things. So even though we might perceive it as something bad, it's normally is a good thing that we will learn from. But um, yeah, to say that things are always going to be, as they say, sunshine and rainbows, like it doesn't work like that. And it's really good to learn how to deal with problems. I used to be so, so extremely like, miserable and I used to take it to the heart like when bad things happen to me now I'm like so used to it I can deal with anything anything let's fight (laughs) (laughs) I mean if you don't have anything to fight for what makes your life interesting I mean you don't want you know too much of anything for that matter it's all about finding the right balance yeah Uh, you know that's what life is right you appreciate the good when you experience the bad true if, if you don't know uh, what you have is good, obviously, see, life has a funny way of making you realize it by giving yeah. you the opposite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And tell me, so now we, we talked about how we were controlling and control in general. Um, have you been around very controlling people apart from you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. One example. <laughs> my mother. <laughs> my mother. <laughs> Oh my God. I hope my mother doesn't watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Probably once she watches this, she'll say, maybe you could have done this better. Maybe you could have done this. <laughs> but I guess I was a brat when I was a younger, I mean, when I was a child. So probably having a control freak mother was for my best. <laughs> it wasn't for her. Probably I wouldn't have been the, turned out the way I I am right now. So I've been in certain uh, situations in relationships. Yes. The last relationship that I had uh, was to deal with this person who was very toxic and very control freak because it came to a point where anything I said or did was held against me. And that's something which is not cool, right? Because you, you shouldn't hold on to what people say or do and then use it against them. So that was something which I, had a very That's negative experience with very manipulative in fact mm-hmm. i think eventually down the lane when we discuss certain topics i will probably talk about it because i feel this is not the right time and place for it yeah. at my work i deal with a lot of people who are control freaks especially my clients <laughs> anything and everything Send them i do the video <laughs> anything and everything i do isn't good enough i'll give you a quick example i just did a workshop last week for a group of managers and the whole topic was how do you lead your teams virtually in today's world because none of your team members are around you in the physical space 
I did this session. I got great feedback from around 25 people. So we had 26 or 27. You're always going to have one or two people who hate you no matter what you do. Uh, and then the client comes back and says, all this is fine, Vish, but still, I personally feel that Howard, I'm just calling out Harvard University. I'm sorry, guys. I really appreciate their work. And she says, I watched their webinar and that was so fantastic. And maybe you could have done a little more of that. And I said, you do realize I'm not doing this session for you. I'm doing it yeah. for your people and I'm doing what's best for them. It's not about pleasing myself or you. But she's, yeah. She did ensure that I made that change eventually. So that was something which was very difficult for me to get over. But yes, I've had those experiences. How about you? It's good to, it's good to learn how to deal with them though. Because then I had the, I also had a very uh, weird, oh, I, I definitely had it in relationships from a young age <laughs> till the later year, the late years. I did, I did, I was around um, narcissists and, you know, people who think everything is all about them and blah, blah, blah. Let's not get into that. But um, eventually I learned that the best way to deal with those people is literally not to give them the attention that they absolutely do not deserve. I think some people who, um, you know, when you react to them in a way, whether it's like super good or super bad, you're just giving them your energy. And it took me so many years because I get like, I remember my younger self and like my sister used to tell me about this one person. She's like, why do you react this way? She said like, you're, you're not smart in the way you deal with things. Like I hear these things and I, I just, you know, don't even react and you get so agitated and you shout and you throw things. And I was used to be crazy, but, um, yeah, with the years, I got to see how like these um, um, interactions in from my younger age had like continued for so many years, and I kept meeting the same kind of people, and I had to deal with the same kind of people to eventually learn like that's not what I deserve, and that's not something I should give attention and energy to. And once I did that, I now feel like good about myself. I think I did uh, like a big shift and I learned not to judge people, but also like to accept them as they are because I am not their creator and I cannot change who they are. But the best thing I could do, I accept them as they are, but I don't have to take their energy onto me. Basically cut them out if you have people like that. Yeah. So I went on a rant. There was a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of like, I want to sing. <laughs> In fact, soon we will start having more uh, podcasts on relationships because I feel Abir is a relationship expert. You should call yourself not just a life coach. You should call yourself a relationship coach. Oh my God. I never say that was a life coach. I'm just like, I, I kind of felt you were, but I feel that in addition, you are a good relationship coach. Maybe I should take some advice from you too. Do you know why I'm good now at that? Because I've done everything that is wrong. That exactly. All the wrong things. I think I'm a better place now. I still, I still do a lot of trouble, make a lot of trouble, but um, much better than before, I'd say.
Yeah, that's what life is always built on, troubles and then what you learn from those troubles. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So I think it's a good time to end our conversation. I think uh, we discussed quite a bit on self-control and the difference between self-control and restraint. So we don't want you to be restrained, but rather practice and exercise self-control in a very smart way. There are certain things that are beyond our influence and we shouldn't attempt to change them also. It's all about accepting people the way they are. Uh, so Abir, before we wind up the video, I would definitely uh, like to appreciate a lot of you for giving us very positive feedback on our podcasts. A couple of you also suggested some topics to us. So we have already included those two topics. Uh, one topic specifically to deal with how women face discrimination in today's world. Another topic more to do with uh, depression and how it leads to suicide and how counseling can play an integral part, especially given today's world, which is virtual and dominated by social media. Uh, so we have them in the poll. We'll pick them at random and I'm sure we will discuss them very soon. And uh, we want you to continue contributing your conversations and your suggestions and feedback also. Right. So that's pretty much it. So Abir, anything else that you would like to say before we wind up? I just want to say that we talked like briefly about creating our own reality. And even though uh, we didn't talk about it much today, I just want to say that it's so important to keep a positive mindset and to stay um, act and to act on um, the things that you want to create in your reality. So even if life gets tough and you can get things done, like try your best to always control the situation you're in. If True, that makes Abhi. sense. True. In fact, that's what I think many people appreciate about our conversations uh, is the fact that we're not here to tell you life is positive and everything is going to be fine. It's not going to be all rainbows and sunflowers. It's going to get tough. I know a lot of you are going through a lot of difficult times. Life literally kicks you <laughs> in the butt and gives you a hard time. Uh, the only difference is we don't just have to be positive. We have to be optimistic. The optimism is all about acknowledging the reality, not ignoring what's going on, but still hoping that tomorrow is going to be better and trying your level best, right? So that's what this podcast is all about that's in its essence, perfect. right? Perfect. Perfect. So on that like note... <laughs> I think we are getting professional as we do every episode. I know. And, and we're a bit weird today. Like, I feel like we both are a little tired, lazy. I don't know. Do you feel the same? Yes. I kind of felt like I was holding back talk, talking about restraint, right? <laughs> oh, the irony of it. Initially, I was a little, I, I, maybe yeah, it was. Me too. I don't know. It is what it is. Tomorrow it is what it is. Yes. Yeah. So you will not see us on, like we said. Not every day is going to be rainbows and sunflowers, but we hope that you'll still stick around and show us the same love that you always have. Abir's links are again in the description. Please do go check out her work. She puts out some great content on everything and anything to do with human life and human behavior overall. And do stay tuned to my channel for more of such conversations. I will be bringing in more such content as we go forward. So until we meet again, take care and have a great day. Thank you. 